1: Of course. so I'll just sit there.
0: Um. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Welcome, everybody, to the Lazy Geeks, a weekly podcast It takes an unfiltered look at a at geek and pop culture and removes all that clickbait clutter. We're thinking, so you don't have to. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. All right. So, um, okay. So, real quick explanation. If you caught my Twitter or uh, the Twitter or the uh, Facebook page fa- feed is... Um, it, uh, it was hot on Sunday when, uh, we were attempting to, when I was originally planning to record, uh, but it got 121 over here. So I was kind of like, yeah, okay. I debated cause I was thinking like, I could do it. I think I can do it. And the corner that I record in too is very, very, uh, hot. Yeah. Like, uh, there's no windows in this particular area and it's also not well ventilated so it was just after a while it was like after sitting for three hours and it's 121. It was just like, all right, fuck this. I don't think I, uh, I don't think I'm going to be able to do this. Cause it was just draining me of like energy. So, uh, we opted to go ahead and record it on Tuesday night and, uh, kind of a good thing too, because we got some news today that actually allowed us to talk about it. So that will be, that will be, that was cool. Um, but yeah, so that's why it's coming out on uh, on uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, t- Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. But uh, yeah, so yeah,
1: yeah, I even I even told him because he's like, no, it's very much the thespian, you know, like the show must go on kind of attitude. And I was like, bro,
0: I was like, I was like, we're essential. <laughs> we're essential workers. <laughs> I was like, not really. Yeah. <laughs> But I thought I could do it because I I do hate doing the show late, but it was kind of like after a little while, I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to be able to do this because it's going to knock me the fuck out. Thought I'd pass out on the corner, then Adam would have to take care of the show by himself. (laughs) Well, You just don't want to be uncomfortable when you're doing something. You know what I mean? I was was just standing in my own pool of sweat. No need for me to sit in my own pool of sweat.
1: Right. I feel bad sometimes because, um, you know, I live in Arizona and Pretty much everyone in Arizona has central air because <laughs> everything's newer here. So he's he's telling me, he's like, oh, it's fucking Steve always gives me the the local. He's he's like that. He's like Yannette Garcia. He gives me that local uh, <laughs> weather report. <laughs> and I feel bad
0: because it's hot as
1: fuck, especially for L.A. Then you sprinkle a little fucking um, humidity in the mix. Forget it. Yeah. And, and he's like, it's just fucking hor- hot. How hot is it there? And I'm telling him, I'm like, oh, it's like 116 here. But I mean, in all
0: actuality, it's 70 degrees because I'm, I don't <laughs> go outside. <laughs> so I
1: was like, man.
0: I put a, I put on Twitter, I, I put out there, uh, I decided to open the door to see how hot it is outside. And then I put the gif of the guy's face melting from Raiders of the Lost Ark. Hmm. Some other people were doing the same thing, but using that uh, scene where the kid opens a door in Close Encounters. <laughs> and it's yeah. just that red light coming in. <laughs> is is uh, Isn't it cooler outside though? Because the air's like moving outside, isn't it? Uh, la- today and a little bit of yesterday, it was. There was slight movement on Sunday because I ended up going to because uh, my brother was like, <laughs> "I'm cooking," and um, so we ended up getting like uh, Domino's. So I ended up going to Domino's, and it actually wasn't as bad outside, but it still was pretty plenty hot. Yeah, I mean it's the height of the summer. Yeah, and then know. and then I go and and then the power goes out, but <laughs> it it wasn't too long that the power was out. So then it it was just like oh man, but uh, yeah, so it was kind of a shitty week, you know, because you know that and then fucking Taco Bell fucking discontinues the Mexican pizza. I'm like. I'm like, fuck 2020, man. Yeah. Like, I'm tired of this <laughs> shit. It's like Steve hits me up and he goes, can you fucking believe this? I was like, what? And he's like, Taco
1: Bell discontinued the Mexican <laughs> pizza. And I go, oh, I never really liked it. I could feel his disappointment and anger with me when I said I never really liked it. Like, what? Like, I just, I'm like, I don't know. I tried it once and never liked it. I think I tried it once in the 90s. It was like, <laughs> ew. And then I never had it
0: again. I mean, That's I do what my wife taught me was Taco Bell. I don't really get taco bell that often but when i go i usually get that and then i was like fucking hey i think i took on i think a lot of people took on to fucking uh social media telling taco bell you straight up fucking up like even celebrity even celebrities are over there bitching about it and they're like i guess i'm going to del taco then (laughs) here's the thing though the mexican
1: pizza is iconic okay in its own way a lot of the people complaining about the mix, mez- I would be surprised if you asked them
0: when the last time they had a Mexican <laughs> pizza, because it's probably going to be like, um, dude, uh... I think for the most part, most people you're out at 2 a.m. Yeah. You got the bit of that hangover. You're either hitting Del Taco or Taco but Bell. You're still drunk. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Taco
1: Bell's a shit. I remember that fucking, um, that that meme that said you guys all want to talk shit about Taco Bell, but who was there for you when you your broke ass had a dollar fifty two? <laughs> you were hungry. Exactly. Every, every time I go there, I get um the chicken chalupa meal mm. with a soft taco. There you go. And a Mountain Dew. <laughs> because if you're and eating a sh- Taco and Bell and a shit
0: ton of packets of hot sauce, you know. <laughs> yeah if you're eating like my wife has me she's like
1: i thought you were cutting back on the soda and i'm like i'm eating taco bell (laughs) (laughs) fucking cares at that point
0: you've already thrown caution to the wind you know it's like might as well get some soda while you're at it (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so what
1: did this fucking QAnon people do i swear i don't i don't have my ear to the street lately like work's been kind of (laughs) busy so like the Mexican pizza thing. Didn't even hear it until Steve told me. <laughs> um, I never hear what's going on with the QAnon people.
0: Well, no. Like, it's, it's because there's, you know, um, so everybody knows that QAnon has co-opted, and you've heard our show co-opted, the whole Save the Children thing. So this has happened in Germany. It's happened in the U.S. It's happening online where um, people that quote- QAnon unquote, in Germany, too? Oh, God, yeah. They're all over the world, dude. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. And like the lamest secret society. What <laughs> happened to the masons? <laughs> I know. Let's go back to that. Um, but what's, you know, because they've co opted the whole save the children thing and because people, white people who really don't want to be political, but their closest thing they can be is, is going for, oh, save the children, save the children, because they just realize you know, sex trafficking is going on, even though it's been around for centuries. Uh, they've, People are over there going, oh, my God, you know, Facebook banned the hashtag Save the Children because, you know, it was being full filled up with QAnon shit. And you have people that are like going, fuck Facebook, fuck social medias. They're pulling that down. They're all part of the conspiracy. You know, they're all part of the child trafficking. And and, you know, I and I've said this to people that I'm related to that. I said, well, they I go, if you really want the answer, it's because QAnon has co-opted that. And that are using it to spread conspiracy theories about sex trafficking. Oh yeah, you have a couple people in your uh,
1: in your family circle that go for this kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, and I yeah. was like, and they were like, I don't care. They go, they're still, they're they're doing something good. It's about the children. I go, see, that's what I have a problem with. But that's how people get caught up. I know. And it's because like. Because it sounds
1: like it's good. Like yeah. you'd be a dick if you said it wasn't good. Yeah. Like, like oh, you hate children. Right. It's like, yeah. I yeah it's <laughs>
0: like, I, I really do. I mean, I, that's why I don't have any because I would hate I even them. I'm like, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I see kids in the street. and I just want to hit them. Like, I don't, yeah. like, you know, it's just like, I mean, isn't it a good thing that I don't want children? Like, <laughs> isn't that part of the so- social contract that I'm taking responsibility yeah. that I don't want yeah. kids so I don't beat the shit out of my own?
1: <laughs> Brought one of my kids to Steve's house one time. He
0: slapped shit out of him, No reason. Yeah. And yeah. you know what? I allowed him. So. <laughs> he just, he gave me that side eye. I was like going, you know, I mean, I know he was four but still like respect was it Colin like it was a really young Colin i think i think so yeah yeah where he got it where he got excited because it was what was my like i think it was a like playstation or something like that it was yeah. just like going, oh we just sat him in front of that for like a couple of hours that was and...
1: back when i was fucking broke as shit i don't even think we had a game system <laughs> steve was flexing on me and i didn't
0: appreciate
1: it I son <laughs> think i was shit
0: <laughs> I, yeah i remember we sat him down for like about like couple of hours he's playing games and we're all fucking off (laughs) yeah great i mean it's not like my house is that big that we could get you know we wouldn't hear him scream or muffle or something like that you know i'm not saying (laughs) video games raised my children but they did babysit
1: (laughs) exactly they were the nanny we're gonna we're gonna go that route we're we're gonna use that analogy they were the nanny not Uh, as hot as the 90s nanny but (laughs) something about friend dress is so sexy
0: damn but yeah, so it's like these people just like you know, and I see them online. Like, I don't care. It, it, I don't care about that shit. It, it's about the children. I'm like, no, it's not. It's like you, you know, it's like oh my god. So you're the ones that believe the whole like, uh, the whole uh, oh what was that, uh, Wayfair that they're selling children yeah. through coded messages on their website or whatever. What the fuck?
1: <laughs> this it, it's so funny because um, I'm gonna tell you about a dream. <laughs> That will connect to what you just talked about and lead into what I'm about to talk about. Okay, Martin Luther King. <laughs> listen, listen. No, um, I did have a dream um, <laughs> the other day. It was a Saturday, I think. And I usually don't remember my dreams, so when I do, it's kind of exciting because um, <laughs> <laughs> I never do. Um, but it was it. Nothing really interesting happened. Um, but I, I woke up like, you know how, like you wake up in a dream or whatever, but it was like 1997 and it was more of like a memory dream. Like I was where I lived at the time and my room was set up and all that other shit. And it was, it wasn't a very detailed dream. It was just whatever. I have, most of my dreams are memories. I I I'm, I have no imagination. I don't,
0: I don't really remember what it was about, but the chick that was in it, <laughs> baby <laughs> girl.
1: No. Um, so I woke up and I went to make a cup of tea cause now I'm old and, um, <laughs> I was talking to my wife. I said, you know, I think I'm nostalgic for the nineties, not only for the pop culture stuff. Cause obviously, you know, right. But because it was before social media and before – and these tools are not evil in their own way. Like they're they're neutral parties and all of this. But before we had all that shit, you, these people, these QAnon type people and the flat earth people and the fucking anti-vax – I don't even think they existed back then, but whatever – they had no way to get to me, so I didn't have to fucking hear it. <laughs> and now everyone is shouting at me <laughs> like it's it's like it's like if we went back to medieval times right and we found the village idiot and then gave him a microphone why he's the village idiot w- what is he going to tell you that's going to change your life not everyone deserves that microphone no
0: steve okay it's it, now it is one of those where you're kind of like Yeah, I know social media gives everyone a voice, but not everyone should have a voice. No. But people, the big thing is people should stop listening to every (laughs) motherfucker with a voice. I
1: mean, there were idiots shouting in the street back in the day, too, but you didn't listen to them. Well, you know, it's
0: like, well, they wouldn't put it online if it wasn't true. (laughs) I actually told
1: somebody because they were like, they were talking about that QAnon stuff. It was on Facebook. And um, it wasn't QAnon. I forget what conspiracy they were talking about. They were talking about something. And I, something to do with Trump, I think. And I said, um, well, why do you think this? You know, whatever. Well, they're saying it here and here and here. I'm like, hey, I have a question. Do you ever pay attention to those people on the side of the road when they're yelling through the megaphone about how we're all going to hell? And they go, no. And I'm like, okay, well, pretend the people you just listened to were on the side of a row with a <laughs> megaphone. Would yeah. you listen to them? Didn't want to talk to me anymore. Yeah, it's, like- it's just the platform. For some reason, people think because it's on the internet, which is a completely open platform <laughs> that almost
0: everyone has access to and in Western om- civilization. And almost every homeless person has access to that. Right.
1: That they somehow have credence in their words. You know, it's it, there's some there's some kind of weight. It's, there's <laughs> not. It's literally dust in the wind, bro. Dust it in the
0: still wind. Reminds, it still reminds me of uh, the time where I was telling you when I went to the library and uh, some homeless dude was trying to do a live stream from inside the library I was... about... <laughs> Bro, everyone has a voice.
1: Okay? <laughs> and that's, you know what? It's a beautiful thing when you look at it subjectively. <laughs> but no one knows how to do that anymore.
0: It's funny because when you say that, it's like, it's a beautiful idea. Sub, you know, it's like subjectively. It's like, yes, everybody has a voice. But then I just go outside and look at everybody on your street. Then you start going, um, maybe we shouldn't.
1: Because listen, I'm fully aware of the irony here. I'm on a podcast. <laughs> you know, I, I get it, but I'm also not trying to convince you um that like frogs are
0: gay and shit. You know what I mean? Like
1: it's just they are though.
0: I saw this video of um was it in Texas, and these two guys are sitting there, sitting there having a sandwich, and they have like masks around them. and yeah. fucking Alex Jones walks by and starts talking shit to them, and they kind of look at them. And he has a bullhorn in his hand. He's not talking to the bullhorn, but he's telling them, you know, it's you know, it's, you wear masks, just, just go hold it, you know, all that stuff. And they just look at him. And then they just go back and just like eating their lunch completely fucking ignoring. That's the worst thing you could do to Alex Jones
1: (laughs) is ignore him. And you know what? That's what I would do. If I saw him in the street and he said something to me, I would act like I was looking through him and then walk away (laughs) because he would cry himself to sleep that night. All he wants is attention. He did not get enough hugs as a kid. No, he didn't. He just didn't. Yeah. You know. Oh, by the but, way, um, this is
0: this is breaking right now as of 22 minutes ago. Oh, children will not be permitted to go door to door in Los Angeles County this Halloween because of COVID protocols. I I already so, so I sat down with my kids um this weekend or <laughs> last weekend. <laughs> we should just have it set up in your house. Like have somebody in the in like each room of the house and the kids just go door (laughs) to door to door in your house. (laughs) I sat sat down with my kids because, you know, the Halloween decorations are coming up and stuff in the
1: stores. And I said, listen, guys, um, I'm making an executive decision now. And I think it's an obvious reason. No matter what anybody says, we are not trick or treating this year. I will buy some Halloween stuff and we'll have a little thing in the house, which we've done before. When we used to live in the hood hood, I didn't want them trick or treating. So we just stayed in the house. Um, But all my kids, I was so proud. They were like, no, of course. I mean, that would be irresponsible. That was William, (laughs) my 10 year old son. Like I was like, oh, my God, I'm like so good at raising kids. (laughs) Like, I don't know how people suck at this. (laughs) But anyway, the last topic in the open mic and why it led. Oh, we should call this the open
0: mic. The open mic. I was thinking about that the other day. Um Yeah, we do oh, anything in th- podcast open mic. <laughs> we do anything artist. in the open mic, you know, we you know, karaoke or just right. whatever. Slam poetry <laughs> or shit. <laughs> Slam poetry. <Yes>. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> night comedy jam, you know, whatever. <laughs> so,
1: I think I'm officially a retro video game collector. Um <laughs> So I bought a Sega Genesis. Well, my wife bought me a Sega Genesis because I was going to buy it, and I was having a conversation with Daddy Steve over here. And I was like, "I want to buy the Sega Genesis," and he's like, "Don't you have enough shit?" I was like, "Okay." <laughs> he was right, <laughs> so I was like, "Okay, yeah," because I think well, no, I usually, because usually I usually usually kind I, of on a I was on a buying spree. Yeah, the and then like usually I was buying he, shit left and, right. and
0: usually what happens is that after that he's like, "Fuck." I'm kind of foggy. I forgot to pay, you know, something right. gets turned but off. He was right, he was right.
1: I was, I was hanging out on eBay too much, so, or Amazon. That's his new so TikTok.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: right, eBay, it's my TikTok. <laughs> um, so I, I said, you know what, you're right, you know, I don't, you know, maybe later, I've always wanted one, but I was like, you know, it's, they're not going anywhere, you know, so it's whatever. So, lo and behold, I think like a week later, my wife bought one. For me because she saw that it was up And then I told her that no I'm not going to buy it Because I don't need it and I actually do that A lot like I'll buy I buy I bought my wife a fucking $600 TV when the TV went out I, I bought a bunch of kitchen shit I buy the kid shit and then when it comes to me I'm like eh. <laughs> Like I do that all the time So she bought me the Sega Genesis And um, Then I went ham with games Because the games are not that expensive But I bought 16 of them <laughs> So you know um, actually Barkley shut up and jam just arrived, which is the sad thing is I'm buying games. I used to have, but they're not good games. <laughs> I just used to have them. It's so I'm, I the feel like I need factor, them. It's, it? it makes no sense. Um, but yeah, so I have to say Genesis then wedding, my 15th wedding anniversary was on the third of this month. been married for 15 years, Steve, <laughs> 15 wonderful years. So I've been told, um, and she came home with a Super Nintendo. Because she says, I saw how excited you were with the Sega Genesis, you know, so I got you the Super Nintendo, blah, blah, blah. And I go, oh, my God, now I have both 16-bit. I mean, there's other 16-bit consoles, but we don't talk about those. But um, <laughs> And then I already had a original Xbox, so I, I fucking cleared the bookshelf off, put the books on a different bookshelf. And I put the TV on top and then I put all my games and stuff and I got this like little retro area and I'm like, this is fucking cool, man. And then I, I went to Goodwill. Because we go to Goodwill periodically. And I was look my wife was looking for something, but then I went over into the DVD section because the DVD section will have video games in it because people don't know any better. And I saw some original Xbox games and I grabbed those. I got fucking Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic for two dollars. <laughs> and the original Fable for $2. And I'm like, yeah, I think this is my new thing. I think this is my thing now. Because so, <laughs> it's cheap. Because it's cheap, it's fun, and honestly, I've been on a retro tip with the video games. Like, I haven't really been playing... Like, <laughs> <laughs> I bought all these games for the Switch. I don't even fucking play. They're being played. Like, My kids are playing them. Right now, they're devouring Zelda Breath of the Wild, but... Um, the kids are like, I told the kids, Oh, I'm going to use the switch tonight. And they're like, Oh, you haven't played the switch in a while. I'm like, yeah, I'm using it tonight. So fucking eight o'clock, don't touch it. Mm -hmm. Like, okay. So I came out and I grabbed it and I had, I have a dock on the living room TV and then I have a dock in here on my computer screen. And, um, they come in, what are you playing? I'm playing fucking Fantasy Star for the Sega <laughs> Master System and shit. <laughs> the re release. Because <laughs> I want to play through all the Fantasy Star games. And I don't want to buy a Sega Master System for that one fucking game. That's <laughs> a, it's a little expensive. Those things are like 100 bucks, and then that game is 50 Jesus. You know, because they're a little more rare. Because no one bought them, <laughs> <laughs> everyone had a, a Nintendo. So. But yeah you know I'm, I'm i'm living my life um I'm living the dream really yeah. i know steve has some old video game systems too
0: yeah i have um i have my well i just found my brother's original ps1 so the ps1 2 3 4 uh 6 7 and 8 I'm waiting for the 5 to come out um <laughs> no uh, i have yeah the ps1 2 3 and then I have my four. I have the OG Xbox, Xbox 360, and then the Xbox One, uh, my Nintendo 64 GameCube, and we have the Wii. Never got the Wii U bullshit. Um, you know, the Wii U
1: was a good system, and it had some fire games on it, but nobody cared.
0: <laughs> exactly. Nobody cared. Um, but yeah, so those are those are ones. And I still have... Games for all of my, I still have fucking, uh, for my uh, N64, of course I have Firefox, um, Mario Kart, uh, GoldenEye, Shadows of the Empire, and I also have uh, this South Park racing game. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) That game was shoddy but fun. It was. It was was Mario Kart, just with the South Park characters, and then I also had uh, um, the uh, Star Wars racer for, for oh, that the pod one. racer mm-hmm.
1: oh that game was fucking dope. Yeah dude.
0: I still have that one. Um and I have uh for my GameCube I had Super Smash Bros Melee. Mm-hmm. Um and I had the Rogue Squadron games for that. Yeah. Yeah and um the Robot they they did a short lived rope they did a Robotech game and um for uh those of you back in the day and it was for the they came out for the I think the PS two and the uh GameCube and I got it for the game I can't remember I think it was I can't remember which one I actually bought it separately for but there was another one that I um that Fry's used to have these great deals that they're like oh yeah for like you know whatever like the consoles were like 299 and then you get like for 350 you get this in five games of your choice Yeah and so I think that was one of the ones I got, which was like, I'll just, oh, I'll get that one too for this one. And, uh, cause they didn't really have a whole lot of games that I wanted at the time, but, uh, but yeah, so there there's, I still have a lot of games for those and I still have a bunch of PS1 games. So I got to try to find a port that I can connect the original PlayStation to and, uh, play some of my old like star Wars, dark forces or, yeah, um, or, uh, or my old Tetris stuff in there.
1: I have a PS one as well, but it's on its last leg. I don't even have it hooked up. And honestly, Did you, buy, the, the PS... you didn't buy
0: that not too long ago, right? Huh? You didn't buy it not too long ago, right?
1: No, I've had the PS one for a while. Oh. I found it at Goodwill.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. I remember that.
1: That's the I found the original Xbox at Goodwill too for six bucks. I actually bought two of them. Hmm. They were they looked like they were in some kind of school or daycare or something before. Because I had to take off a bunch of fucking labels and shit, <laughs> um, but they worked. One did not work. This the CD-ROM was broken, so I just keep it just in case the power board or something goes out on the other There's one. Spare parts. Yeah, and um, this one works fine, but I'm afraid to use it because I'm gonna um, I'm gonna soft mod it. Where you, it's really easy to do. I just have to wait for the it take. You have to have a USB drive from that era. Or it doesn't work. If it's over like four gigs, it goes, I don't know what the fuck this is. But Mm -hmm. um, I have, uh, it's like it goes in the controller port and then you plug the USB drive in. um, And it's going to install a custom OS. And then I'll be able to swap out the hard drive. I already have a new one, like a 500 gig refurbished drive that I bought. Because I'm Mm -hmm. not trying to be too expensive with it. And then I can dump all my games to the hard drive and it runs right off the hard drive. Oh, nice. Because if that disk drive goes up, the whole fucking system has gone. Yeah. Like there's no there's nothing I can do. I I can't buy a replacement original <laughs> <until laughs> Xbox drive, so um I'm just trying to mod it to that point so I can just play the games that I have. Mm. You know, not wear out the discs too, because I'm really not big on. I I really don't want disc systems. Well, it's not that's not even the case. Like the systems that I really want. Like ultimately, if if I had all the money right now, I would get every Sega system, because I just like Sega as quirky and fucking weird as it is, I was a Sega kid. So like my Super Nintendo, I told my wife, the only stuff I'll probably buy for the Super Nintendo is RPGs, like Final Fantasy and mm. stuff like that. But um, and of course, Mario oh, yeah. and Zelda, you know, but um, Sega Genesis is the one that I'm probably going to like if I go to the store and there's Sega
0: Genesis games there, I'll probably walk out with three. <laughs>
1: I don't even know what they are, you know.
0: As you're shouting, as you're shouting, Sega. As you're giving to uh, leaving the Sega. Um, and I want,
1: I I want the other Sega systems for two reasons. One, um, Sega Saturn, uh, because it's it wasn't very popular and it had a couple of it had a couple of bangers on it, um, and we couldn't afford it when I was a kid. And then I want a Dreamcast. Because we couldn't afford it when I was a kid, and there was a kid who had it, and he shoved it in my face all the time that I didn't have a Dreamcast, and I wanted to beat him up. So I just wanted Dreamcast, and he had everything. He had the keyboard, the modem, Jesus. the fucking microphone, because there was this weird game where you could talk to a fish, and it would talk back to you, because Sega. Like, it was just fucking weird. It's yeah. it's so funny I just,
0: when I when I said you know when we said Sega, you know what also popped into my head? EA Sports. It's in the game. Like I don't know why I don't know why <laughs> that said? popped into my head. <laughs> like random. <laughs> but, little stuff about Sega is so
1: fun. Like I bought um the Barkley Shut Up and Jam game. That game was made by a claim and it's not licensed to Sega because Sega was <laughs> keeping it pretty loose and fast in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And the cartridge doesn't look like a Sega Genesis cartridge. It looks like a weird cartridge. And then I have another game. I forget which one. Oh, Shaq Fu. (laughs) And that's an EA game. (laughs) And EA was the same way where they, because Sega told EA back in the day, because EA didn't want to pay for the licensing. And Sega was like, well, I guess you'll just have to reverse engineer it then. And they were like, bet. And they did. Zego's <laughs> like, like, damn it. <laughs> so oh, fun times in the '90s, bro. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm, I think I'm getting to that age where I miss the, the decade mm-hmm. I grew up in.
0: Yeah. You know. Oh shit.
1: I'm gonna get a Tamagotchi and um. <laughs> you start collecting Beanie Babies. Start collecting Beanie Babies. I'm gonna watch Clarissa explains it all after this. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just need it all explained. <laughs> She did watch that show. That was like a guilty pleasure because the boys weren't supposed to be watching that show, right. but we all did. Yeah. A... That's Right. <laughs> <Yes. Pleasure. laughs> oh my. And Sabrina God. the Teenage Witch, the old one when she wasn't a demonic fucking hell beast. I don't know what's going on with this new one. I <laughs> thought she's kind of hot. <laughs> she's hot as hell. Yeah, There's especially... a lot of hot chicks on that show. Yeah. But some, there's some shows, like, I'm not really for the whole, like, oh, I'm scared or whatever, but there's some shows that toe the line so much when it comes to the demonic stuff that you feel guilty watching it. <laughs> you're just like, I think
0: I'm in trouble. I don't, <laughs> I don't really get scared in scary movies. I mean, I get scared sometimes when you watch that porn, you're like is she really getting hurt? Like you start worrying about the safety of the person in it, but you know, aside from that, you're concerned (laughs) about the hardcore porn dangerous. (laughs) Yeah. That's when times are tough. It's just like, Oh my God. Uh, all right. So now it's time to jump into some news that may have slipped under your radar this past week. So I'm pretty sure this one didn't, but, uh, in case it did, here's a good reminder. Uh, uh, the Batman has actually had to delay production again because its star Robert Pattinson was tested positive for COVID nineteen. Sounds like Joker for... venom to me. I know. I was. I know. I was thinking like, well, wait, isn't the Riddler uh, the villain in this movie? So maybe you know, uh... the one who doesn't use poison, so the joke <laughs> doesn't work. <Right>. Damn it! <laughs> so uh, according to the studio, a member of the Batman production had tested positive for COVID-19 and is isolating in accordance with established protocols. Filming is temporarily paused. Warner Brothers told Vanity Fair in a statement, the studio did not confirm who the infected person was, but it eventually was came out that, you know, it was Pattinson. So, uh, now what they did doing, yeah, I know. Right. Or who, Oh, <laughs> cause it's Robert Pattinson. I mean, you know, um, So, yeah, it's it's kind of it sucks, too, because I've seen like so many comments on social media like, oh, good, get rid of him and put in a better Batman. I'm like, yes, because we're basing that off of what Twilight was probably the last movie you've seen. And I had
1: to be checked in this, too, because I I was that I'm not I wasn't so fucking aggressive about it, but (laughs) I was like the dude from Twilight. And then Steve had to educate me tell me he has been doing a lot of small stuff and it, all he had to say, well, he's a British actor. I'm like, Oh, okay. <laughs> right. Cause those, those dudes always do small shit and fucking, you know, hone the craft. And then also I have no concept of time. It <laughs> fucking twilight might as well came out last year. I have no fucking idea when it came out. <laughs> uh,
0: but, uh, yeah. So, uh, but at, on the same token, you know, the rock also last week was, um, confirmed that him, his wife and his two kids, you know, were, uh, Con- contracted COVID too by friends. So it's like, you know, regardless of where, like, oh, everybody seems okay,
1: you know. That's how it is, though. So many people are like, oh, I stay away from everybody, but my friends
0: are fine. It's like, no, yeah. they're not. They're yeah.
1: human beings like everybody else.
0: Think about all the stupid shit they did while you were friends and then think about this. <laughs> For real. Because <laughs> I have a few friends that would be like, oh, no, we can have, it's like, nah, dude, I'm good. Just I'm good, right? I'm, why don't you stay right the fuck over yeah, there exactly give me six feet <laughs> you can sit in the car on the street and I'll be on my front porch <laughs> like 20 feet 30 feet from that you know, It's like, <laughs> no you can be in the center lane right in the center of the street yeah right <laughs> turn lane right over there you can sit there so this one
1: was interesting for me just because so you know the Mulan movie is out right for its um, you know you can rent it you can rent it for it's like for, for the movie theater or whatever. Thirty bucks will get you the flick. I think you can watch it I think you get it for like two days, but you can only watch it once. I don't remember. So it's thirty bucks. Now this is it's always interesting to me because some people think it's too much and some people think it's fine. The people who think it's too much are usually single and don't have kids. <laughs> right. because to them and it makes perfect sense because it's just them they just would be buying themselves a ticket yeah. so 30 bucks is a little ridiculous 30 bucks for me is a fucking steal you might as well have mm-hmm. released it in the damn dollar theater <laughs> my wife watched um the movie the other night actually um she said it was good but it is definitely not the same like if you're going into it looking for the something that's similar to the animated flick you're, no, you're going to be disappointed Um, one thing I'll say this before I read this fucking article. Um, one thing I noticed is Disney went for the authenticity because this all, um, uh, Asian cast and they're speaking Chinese or Mandarin or whichever language they're speaking. And it's dubbed over, which I thought was cool. I don't know. I I just thought that was like, it made it authentic. It's a Chinese story. You might as well have them speak fucking Chinese. Right. You know what I mean? I just, I feel like I don't know. I was I had a little epiphany moment yesterday. Not really epiphany, but just kind of a kind of a thing because the person who explained representation to me was Steve. Now I wasn't a racist dude. I wasn't I just didn't understand what the big deal was. But he obviously was a
0: racist, but he was a racist.
1: Right. I was a <laughs> stark racist. And and let's be honest, like I, I grew up poor and all that, but I'm still Caucasian. So I subconsciously am used to most of what's on TV looking like me and sounding like me and stuff like that. Oh God, if so it sounded like me, Well, not sounding like me, fuck. Um, <laughs> Nobody would understand any movie. <laughs> Listen, shut the fuck up.
0: Everybody would um, be talking about where they lived in fucking Boston. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're an asshole. Um, so... Dorchester? When, I, yeah. <laughs> when I
1: saw it, when I saw I didn't watch the movie because I was busy doing other shit, but I saw a piece of it and I saw they were speaking in Chinese and stuff. I was like, you know, that's kind of dope. You know what I mean? Because now they can watch this story and feel like they're more a part of it. I don't know. Maybe I'm being soft about it, but I just thought it was cool. Anyway, for all the people who complain. On Friday, live action, blah, blah, blah. I already fucking emoted about that. So that was starting September 4th, $29.99 on DisneyPlus.com. Um, and that's anywhere, Apple, Google, Roku, wherever the fuck you want to watch it. Um, the Premier access offer will be available until November 2nd, 2020 at 11.59 p.m. Pacific time. Once you have premiere access to Mulan, you can watch as many times as you want on any platform where Disney Plus is available. Your access to Mulan will continue as long as you have or you are an active Disney Plus subscriber. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. So you get it forever. Um, Providing Mulan you still have the account. <laughs> yeah. Mulan will be available to all Disney Plus subscribers on December 4th, 2020 for no additional cost. Now, let's think about that. December 4th is not that far off. Mm-mm. So not only did Disney find a way to release the flick so we can rent it if you want. But even if you think it's too expensive, that's not a long time to wait. No. I don't know. Big ups to Disney on this. I think, you know, and, and every movie studio has been – I know Disney's a lot more than a movie studio, but bear with me. Um, every distributor it has been trying different ways of getting movies to you but not be a charity about it because they're not a fucking charity. And I think this is the gold standard, the way Mulan was released. I don't know how much money they're making or whatever, but they took an average. So like 30 bucks is what? Three people. When you're not in LA yeah. to go to the movie theater. LA
0: or New York or any Chicago, right. yeah.
1: Like here it would be three, three people because it's 10 bucks a ticket. So no, no. And you don't include the fucking concession stand because the movie people don't give a fuck about the concession stand. That's all the theater that makes money off of that. So it's 10 bucks, three people, kind of like an average either like a a couple with a kid or whatever, you know, and I think 30 bucks was a fair price on that because you're not going to get as many people who are going to rent it at home.
0: Right. And you can figure with that, you're actually for 30 bucks, you know, most people that are probably getting it that are going to pay for it, have more than just two people in there. There's like a family, maybe a family of four on average, you know? Right.
1: And then I, there was somebody, um, Well, my daughter, Samantha, brought this up. One of her friends said to her that because of the pandemic, Disney should be nice and just release the movie for free. I said, well, one, (laughs) that's stupid business. Right. And for two, it cheapens the movie. Like, if to me, if you make this this big, especially a movie like this, because they're trying to make it like a serious, you know, a culturally impacting movie, you cheapen it by going,
0: ah, fuck it here. You know, you can't go to the theater, so just watch it for free, I guess. You know, I mean. It just feels it, weird to me. Even for me, it's like, going. look, Disney spent a couple of hundred million dollars on right. this movie. It's already been delayed twice, you know, for the pandemic. They're not going to just throw it out. Everybody somehow thinks that they're going to be like, oh, like all these other movies, they just came out. Um, they came out online. It's like, no, they came out on VOD. They were pay-per-views. You know, Bill and Ted came out as a pay-per-view. You know, it's it's it, it to me. It's just like it's it. It makes no sense. You know, for a mo- for that kind, it's like them, like people over there. Really, well, why doesn't they just release a, you know, Black Widow on Disney Plus? It's like, no, because that's not how these these companies survive on making money. That's not about being nice. Yeah. Well, but that's how it always
1: is. D- it's Disney. Disney can afford it. They can afford it because they don't do stupid shit like that, <laughs> right? You know, you guys don't realize how how much money it probably cost. I saw a couple of scenes from the movie. Gorgeous. The set, the sets, everything is just period accurate and beautiful. Like that shit ain't cheap. Mm-hmm. I ain't mean, a couple thousand with someone with a handy cam, right? <laughs> it's like not, it's talk- not somebody's YouTube channel that you, <laughs> you just. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like they got the fucking iPod, their their fucking iPod with them or something like that, filming it. Not an iPhone, an iPod. Because they had one handy.
0: I'm just saying, it's it's like look, we know Jake Lo- Jake Logan sh- um, videos are shit. This isn't that. <laughs> yeah, but
1: big ups. I think if um
0: you know if you can afford, I know a lot of
1: people um struggling financially, but if you can afford it, definitely have a movie night with uh with everybody. It's a very good movie. However, if you're expecting, I think some of the whimsy is gone. It's a much more serious film, there's comedy and it's comedy in every Disney movie, but it's, it's definitely a, a war movie. You know, it's, to me, it kind of felt like, and I'm not trying to be a dick, but it kind of felt like a Chinese Joan of Arc
0: Hmm.
1: where it's, it's, she's the one who chosen by God, but she's the one who's trying is, is like fixing this, like being a big impact but it's definitely a war movie. And I mean, my my younger daughter was watching it with um my wife, and she's eight, and she got into it and she had a little like stick and was like, I'm Mulan. And she said, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. But she didn't watch the whole movie. Right. Because it's it's heavy dialogue and, you know, story, which is great. So big ups. Watch it. Love it. Hmm. Motherfucking Mulan. And that chick who plays Mulan's fucking dope. <laughs> Be doing all that. Fucking, uh, what's it called? Mushu? I think that's oh, the yeah. martial arts.
0: I mean, I could just watch Mulan or I could just pull out my old, um, my old, um, game of Dynasty Warriors and just play that for a couple hours. You know, they made a Hyrule Warriors. They
1: did? Yeah, it's fucking Zelda. It came out on the Wii U, but they re released it on, uh, Switch. It's not that bad. <laughs> and they're making another one. That's going to be a prequel to Breath of the Wild. And it's going to be the war before Link got put to sleep.
0: Oh, nice. I'm like, what the fuck is
1: happening right (laughs) now? I was like, well, I'm obviously buying that. (laughs)
0: Uh, All right. Um, So here's something that'll make you feel old. The original Super Mario Brothers turns 35 years old this month. And Nintendo is celebrating the anniversary by announcing a ton of games that will be released for Switch. And even an updated handheld device. This includes the rumored Super Mario 3D All Stars, which includes some of the most acclaimed games of all time, as well as what is essentially a Mario Battle Royale. If you've ever wanted a real Mario Kart um, course in your house, well, that's an option too. You can even make your carts part of your hazards. We do not recommend. We do not recommend getting real lava. Re-release seen before spring 2021, the Mario games announced during the latest Nintendo Direct presentation celebrates both the classic 2D and 3D eras. Most of them are updated versions of previous games for the systems like the Nintendo 64 and the Wii U, but Nintendo has still found a way to make them even more creative. Uh, you can There's a link in the show notes that will lead you directly to that video. Of additional news on clothes figures and events coming to other games to celebrate the anniversary and you'll be able to complete my Nintendo challenges for a shot at a free pin set however you'll have to wait for the complete missions as the final missions is to either take part in a race that hasn't yet or purchase um, that hasn't started yet or purchase an uh, upcoming game you'll also have you'll also be aware of some of the upcoming Mario games and products that will be available for a limited time this even applies to digital copies in some cases Uh, some of the games are going to be Super Mario um, 3d all-stars Super Mario 3d world plus Bowser's fury Super Mario Brothers 35 Let's see, and then they have some other stuff that you can see that's in the video, including some announcements, the uh Mario Kart uh live home circuit, which is kind of funny. And they uh so some cool stuff you can and they have links in the show notes that you could buy some of these at, or pre order at Best Buy. So um and they said that uh, for Mario Brothers thirty five, did you know, turn Mario Super Mario Brothers into a battle royale? Yes. It basically did. Only available from October 1st to March 31st, 2021, Mario Brothers 35 takes you with a um, with being the last Mario remaining in the battle to the de- in a battle to the death. As you def- as you defeat enemies, you will get extra time and even attack other players. It- it's required a Nintendo Switch Online membership to play. So a lot yeah. of cool stuff
1: lots of cool shit. I'm excited for the Super Mario 3D All-Stars cuz it actually has um two games that I missed. Um I never played Mario Sunshine or Super Mario Galaxy.
0: Oh, I um, actually I think I have the I have a Galaxy for the Wii.
1: Yeah, so I'm excited about that. Um, and then I kind of like that fucking Game & Watch they're coming out with. So it's it's <laughs> uh it's an old school Game & Watch which predates the Game Boy. It was the it had like Back in the day, it was like those tiger ones, yeah. but um, real shit graphics. But this one plays the the first Super Mario Brothers in like full color. <laughs> it just looks like a game and watch. I was like, that is the coolest fucking thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, and then the Mario Kart home cir- circuits pretty dope for like the kids and shit. Yeah. But um, yeah, this is cool. I think a lot of stuff. Better have a shit um, ton of
0: bananas. I know.
1: I'll be <laughs> fucking throwing real bananas on the cart just to be a
0: dick. <laughs> Um, you throw them at your kids, not at the car. You just start at your kids.
1: <laughs> and then people were still complaining because Nintendo fans can be a little, you know, Anybody's fans right now can be. It just gets weird. Like, they were like, oh. Um, I forget what the complaints were even about. There's something about the coloration and fucking sunshine or some stupid shit. And I was like, you guys have been begging for these games to be re-released. And now they're being re-released and you're crying about it. Shut the fuck up. Oh, they wanted Super Mario World. Uh, What's it? What's the f- Mario 64? They wanted it like a full remake, <laughs> and it's like they don't have to do that. The right. game's still fine, yeah. it doesn't need to be remade, it doesn't need to be in 4K, you know,
0: 120. And that kind of bugs me, second. too. Like,
1: and obviously, maybe I'm a little jaded because I have a fucking Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis sitting over there. But if it's an old game, it should look like an old game, yeah. Like, getting it to fit your screen, I understand. Like, I, I bought this fucking. Converter box for the Sega Genesis just for that because Genesis was like, "Ah, shit!" <laughs> <on> my <laughs> screen, but so yeah, let's fix that. Like, I got the Fantasy Star on the Switch. They they made it look nice, you know. It's actually a box, and then they added a map on the side, which thank God. um <laughs> That's fine. I get that it's a little creature comforts, but we don't need to redo the fucking graphics. The game was cool back then. It's cool now. We need 4K resolution, you know. uh, I need Mario to fucking wink. I need to see the sweat (laughs) on his eyebrows. It's like, no.
0: It's like, no, you don't need that. The the reason why Mario 64 I want to see when Mario gets into his car, that bulge right there. Right.
1: (laughs) The reason why Mario 64 is such an iconic game is because if you handed someone an N64 with that game in it, they'll have fun.
0: Yeah. You
1: know, it doesn't and need it, to be changed,
0: and it's just like you learn you you learn to play it. It's like it's not overly complicated. You know, it was just easy to play.
1: And you know, a lot of the a lot of the old heads were complaining it wasn't a remake, and fucking shame on you because you all should know better. Yeah, you all sitting there in your YouTube videos with all these classic games behind you, crying that they didn't fully remake Mario sixty four. Stop it! Look around and and remember where you fucking came from. Stop complaining, it disgusting. <laughs> Anyway, it's not that serious.
0: (laughs) I'm disappointed um, in all of you. (laughs) Speaking
1: of fucking retro upgrades, I was more excited than I should be (laughs) about this. Um, Later this year, Doom and Doom 2 will turn 27 and 26 years old, respectively. Yet id Software still somehow found time while working on the new expansion for Doom Eternal to update the two games. The update adds substantial enhancements across all platforms where they're available. Well, minus some of the more unusual places where you can play Doom, because you can play Doom on a toaster. Like, it's it's everywhere. If you I play huh? <laughs> on my clock radio.
0: I played it on my clock radio.
1: If you plan to replay either game anytime soon, the improvement you'll likely appreciate the most is official support for widescreen resolutions. It tweaked the Doom engine to render screens or scenes in sixteen by nine without letterboxing. The studio also increased the field of view so you can see more to the side of where you are aiming. The title, intermission, and ending screens have gotten the widescreen treatment as well, and so have various add-ons. Speaking of mods, there's now official support for DHackEd, Ed, a tool people have been using for years to modify the games. Another tweak adds an optional crosshair, which it's the center of the screen. You can't look up or down, but whatever. According to it, enabling the feature can help some players who experience motion sickness while playing. Oh, okay, I guess I should have kept reading. That's <laughs> good for them, I guess. There's also a new timer next to the mini-map that's accurate down to the millisecond, which Doom's passionate speed-running community will appreciate. The iOS version of Doom and Doom 2 in particular got a lot of care and attention from id, with the studio adding new touchscreen controls, support for controls, and the option to play... Oh, support for controllers, sorry. And the option to play the game at 60 or 120 frames per second. Imagine Doom in 120 frames per second. <laughs> That's like the whole game, 120 <laughs> frames per um, if you own a device that is capable is has a uh, capable refresh rate, I'm gonna buy it for the iPhone now. Watch support for frame rates over 30 frames per second. It's also available on Android and PC for the, the lower level devices. Okay, mm-hmm. um, there are there are almost too many changes to summarize in a short news article. So make sure to read the full changelog if you're interested. And no, you don't need a Bethesda.net login to access the update. A patch like this is something that will keep people playing Doom and Doom 2 for many more years to come. It should also help those who weren't around when the games were first released to experience a bit of video game history. Then big ups to fucking id Software, dude. Still updating this classic-ass game. And because they treat it like that, people still play this shit. (laughs)
0: Like,
1: Doom is a classic. I'll always, at least once a year, come back to fucking Doom. Just to, just and it still scares me.
0: Yeah, like the graphics
1: aren't even that good. It makes me jump. I'm like, oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is cool. Wide screen support is definitely—you um, know, you can play it on the big screen now, and it's gonna be extra scary. Okay, get <laughs> those key cards.
0: Yeah, I know, right? All right. So, as, at this point, we're going to take a quick break for what the fuck are we telling you? We're just taking a break. Fuck you. I'm leaving. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, we'll see you on the other side. So we'll be right back. All right. Welcome back everybody. So as I said, doing this podcast on a Tuesday, for some reason, I thought it was a Wednesday, but a Tuesday, uh, allowed us to get this news story in before, uh, before the show went out that, um, we have heard a lot about an elusive secondary gaming console. You know, PlayStation 5 is going to have the Pro and the not-so-Pro, I guess. Uh, <laughs> the Pro and the not-so-Pro. <laughs> that would be a cool marketing strategy, wouldn't it? It's like the uh, PlayStation 5 Pro and the 5 not-so-Pro. <laughs> Everyone would buy the Pro. It's like the not-so-Pro, I got you. <laughs> Even the cheap parents would be like, I don't know if I really want to give them the not so pro. Right. Advertise the fact that, you know, my kids aren't worth the pro. (laughs) But uh, that's. What are they? I know. (laughs) But Microsoft confirmed that they will have a disc option for uh, the X series. So they had confirmed there was some. uh, There was a leak on Monday night, Labor Day night, about. The PlayStation Series S and its and its price, and it was. The, but uh, Microsoft went ahead and confirmed all of it in a presentation video for the new series. So the company's confirmed that the Xbox Series S console will be $299 and will arrive on November 10th. That's the same date that the Xbox Series X is rumored to launch. The trailer was also leaked earlier today supporting uh, a couple of uh, a couple of interesting facts about the gaming console that it's going to uh, support up to 120 fps at 1440p ray tracing and a 512 gigabytes solid-state drive now Microsoft hasn't confirmed the full specs of the Series S however the cheaper and smaller it's 60% smaller if you watch the video with the link in the show really notes small. it's really it's basically like the Xbox X, you know, the Xbox One. I mean,
1: but so you know all those mini consoles they're making of the retro consoles. It's like <laughs> if they made a a, re- a fucking mini.
0: They made a retro version. console of a game that hasn't of a console that hasn't come out yet. You're blowing minds um, out here. Exactly. Uh, the small, the cheaper and smaller consoles designed to target the 1440p gaming at around four teraflops of performance. Xbox Series S will have the same CPU as the Xbox Series X, making it surprisingly cheap entry point. Into next game, next next gen gaming later this year, but we'll need to learn a lot more about the graphical performance of the Xbox Series X. It's only immediately and obviously hardware drawback is the 512 gigabyte state uh, gigabytes of storage. Now, this could challenge for some, as you know, most games exceed the 100 gig mark when you try to even download it. But Microsoft will obviously counter it with a small asset of a uh, with either. Uh, smaller asset at the game at game download, and or more even more so likely that it will have a s- the same removable storage port found on yeah. the Xbox Series X. So, yeah, so that's uh that's going to be cool. $299 for that. That's going to have the same basically the same processing power. That
1: I think I think it's a smart move because. You have the big one for the big time gamers, you know? Right. But then you have this one because Microsoft's making most of their money off of the services that they're selling us. Right. So like that fucking $15 a month for Xbox Live and the fucking game stream, and all that bullshit. So they're just trying to get people in the door, you know? And now and the thing is, too, that here's the funny thing is they say, oh, we're still going to support um, the Xbox One for a while. Really? Because the Xbox Series S is about the same price. Yeah. Like I, I, you ain't supporting
0: shit because no one (laughs) going to buy a new console is gonna fucking buy an Xbox One. (laughs) Um, And but what's also interesting in the leak that came out on Monday, they also leaked that the price of the Xbox Series X will be four ninety nine. If that's in fact what it is going to be, that's basically the that's that's gonna be pretty fucking pretty fucking huge. Um now we just need to wait for Sony because obviously somebody was waiting for somebody to release before they announced their price. Um now some people are kind of bitching about the the five twelve gigabyte solid state drive. I'm like, dudes, shut up. Like two ninety nine. You know, if they were gonna put in a full a full terabyte, obviously you're probably looking at an extra what, fifty to hundred bucks.
1: And if it bothers you so much, then buy the other one.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: You know, and you know, it's it's. I'm thinking honestly. I'm kind of thinking about getting this one because the the Xbox Series S is just gonna go in my son's room. Yeah, fucking. I'm not gonna use it. You know, and he doesn't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I'm kind of just thinking about copping this one because it's cheaper. I mean, it's so much cheaper. Yeah. You know, and you know what happens when you fill up your 512 SSD? You delete some games you're not fucking playing. Exactly. You know, it's not that big of a deal. But yeah, I don't see why it won't have the port.
0: And then you can just buy your 4 terabyte port, you know, Mm -hmm. external storage drive, and, and you're good to go. So, this is good. It's a good idea. Yeah.
1: Microsoft. It's drama from a long time ago. I thought it was funny. (laughs) <laughs> I wanted to talk about it. It's
0: been uh, a long, War- long road.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Warner Media issued a statement Friday night regarding the third-party investigation into Justice League actor Ray Fisher's claims that res- reshoots director Joss Whedon ran a toxic, hostile set, and that former DC Films co-chair Jeff Johns and John Berg enabled the alleged bad behavior. Fisher has... Isn't this the same dude that did Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Yeah, in the
0: two Avenger movies.
1: Oh. Uh, Fisher has also claimed John reprimanded him for complaining up the chain about it at the time, and on Friday alleged that the DC Films boss, Walter Hamada, pressed Fisher to, quote, relent on Jeff Johns, end quote. Um, Warner Media issued the following lengthy statement, to variety, it's not that likely to, to Variety on Friday, slamming the cyborg star and denying Fisher's claims about Hamada. The studio also alleged that Fisher has refused to meet with their third party or investigator to discuss the case. The statement also reveals that w- the Warner Brothers wanted Fisher and other Justice League cast members to appear in the upcoming Flash movie. Read Warner Media. Warner Media's full statement below, but you don't have to, because I'm going to read it for you. <laughs> in July, Ray Fisher's repre- represent... <laughs> Maybe I'm not. In July, Ray Fisher's representatives asked DC Films President Walter Hamada to talk to Mr. Fisher about his concerns during the production of Justice League. The two had previously spoken when Mr. Hamada asked him to reprise his role as Cyborg in Warner Brothers' upcoming Flash movie, Together with other members of the Justice League in their July conversation, Mr. Fisher recounted disagreements he'd had with the film's creative team regarding his portrayal of Cyborg and complained that his suggested script revisions were not adopted. Mr. Hamada explained that the creative differences are a normal part of the production process and that a film's writer slash director ultimately has to be in charge of these matters. Notably, Mr. Hamada also told Mr. Fisher that he would elevate his concern to the one, to Warner Media so they could conduct an investigation. And no time did Mr. Hamada ever throw anyone under the bus, as Mr. Fisher had, has falsely claimed or rendered any judgment about the Justice League production in which Mr. Amada had no involvement since filming occurred before Mr. Amada was elevated to his current position. Um, While Mr. Fisher, Mr. Fisher never alleged alleged any actionable misconduct against him. Warner media, nonetheless initiated an investigation into the concerns he'd raised about his character's portrayal. Still not satisfied. Mr. Fisher insisted that Warner media hire an independent third party investigator, this investigator has attempted multiple times to meet with Mr. Fisher to discuss his concerns, but to date, Mr. Fisher has declined to speak to the investigator. Warner Brothers remains committed to accountability and to the well being of every cast member and every cast and crew member on each of its productions. It also remains committed to investigating any specific incredible allegations of misconduct, which thus far Mr. Fisher has failed to provide. So,
0: <laughs> um, I got to say, first off, uh, we're never seeing him again as cyborg.
1: Yeah, he's done. Um, but it's it leaves questions like who's wrong here? To me, and the way this reads, it sounds like he is. Yeah, it sounds like he didn't like because this is a I mean this is a common thing An actor doesn't like the lines or something like that and they complain about it. Now most actors, professional actors will in my in my experience from watching or reading about these things will say hey you know i kind of think xyz would sound better if i did this and this and the director will go uh and they, they'll either say okay try it or they'll say no i want it to say this and at the end of the day the leader of the team is the director right from the way i've always seen it so if the director tells you no you need to say it the way i said to say it that's the end of the You're You're hired to say what they put on the paper. So, and of course, with creative license, if you want to throw a suggestion out there. So f- from what it sounds like is that he wanted Cyborg to say things that weren't in there. The director told him no, and he threw a hissy fit about it.
0: Well, from what I've been able to gather from what I've seen from all this shite is oh. um, <laughs> is that. If you look at the Joss Whedon's version of Justice League and from what you've heard about Zack Snyder's version of Cyborg, there's two completely different versions. Now, obviously, Zack Snyder has a masturbatory fantasy where he films a lot of shit. And yeah. and so it basically comes down to like how long the movie's going to be. So he's going to start cutting down shit. And which means that usually probably a character like Cyborg is probably not going to get as much screen time as let's, oh, let's say Batman or the Flash or Wonder Woman, you know. And so he probably cut that down, And which I figure he probably had some issues with that. Now, given the fact that up until today, but at this point, nobody else has ever supported his his accusations, even. And he remember, he's done two Marvel. He's done two Avenger movies you know, and and nobody and has everyone's loved him. Yeah, nobody's ever said anything, you know Well that's
1: the reason the reason I brought up Buffy the Vampire Slayer 2. I know it was a long time ago, but he did that show for a very long time. Yeah. And no one on that show has ever said anything but the nicest things about him. And he was and he and that a lot of that cast had women up and down like all, all types of so many chances for him to fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> and he did he he seems to be a genuinely nice guy. I'm not saying that he can't possibly have an off day and be a dick, but it just, everything on this reads to me that just like you said, um, Cyborg probably had a bigger take in the Snyder cut or whatever. And then he got cut down for time and he didn't like it. Yeah. Especially when you have all those actors on there, someone would have piped up.
0: Yeah. I mean, the only one that's even come out remotely saying is, is, Jason Momoa used the hashtag I stand with whatever, what's his name? Um, but Fisher, Ray Fisher, Ray Fisher. He's like, I stand with Ray, and I was like, Yeah, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you know, he's just saying,
1: I got your back. Yeah, he's not saying I agree with, like, I'm signing off on everything, right? Because the thing is, but but where's,
0: where's, you know, where's Cavill and Affleck and, and that's the thing because
1: Cavill, Affleck, and, um, and get. Godot. Oh, Godot. Thank you. That's getting late. Um, <laughs> they, uh, those three. It's only six in s- the evening. <laughs> it's not six in the evening. Um, those three can say something and not worry about where their next paycheck's coming from. Because right. they're a little higher up than the other three in that movie, anyway. So if something really bad was happening, I think out of everybody. Godot would say something. Yeah. Because she seems to be the type that would be like, this is bullshit. Because she's she's done that type of shit before. And Affleck has too. Yeah. And Cavill's just the shit. So I, <laughs> su- su- I suspect he would say something. You know all he mean?
0: all he would have to do was just stand up and stare. And he'd be like, okay, no problem. We got it right. Right. And
1: it's like, for all of them to be silent, it, it just... It seems like someone's throwing a hissy fit.
0: Yeah, I I to me it just it's you know, knowing that he's, you know, not talked to them or declined to talk with them. That's just, a thing, too. It just it just sounds a little like mm. Like why'd you
1: ask for a third party investigator and then you won't
0: talk to them? Right.
1: You know, and especially too, you gotta think about it this way. And I'm not I'm not trying to make this something it isn't. But in today's And nowadays Warner Brothers would be doing anything they could to make sure Mr. Fisher was taken care of because things become different things very quickly in 2020, if you understand what I'm saying.
0: Or maybe he's pissy because of the fact that, remember, we were supposed to have a cyborg movie and then that got taken off the table, which could have been a precursor. Because if you think about it, Justice League was supposed to happen. And then after that, you were supposed to get an Aquaman's... uh, flash cyborg and uh, i mean welcome
1: to working for warner brothers like what are you gonna
0: do but that's but that's the thing it's just like and then pretty quickly cyborg was actually taken off before justice league was released so maybe there was something in the water already there of like okay he's a problem he's a trouble let's not reward him with a movie yeah so you know
1: the last greatest movie warner brothers ever made was space jam and everybody knows it's true (laughs) Okay. Nobody's gonna fight that. That's right. <laughs> Aren't they still making a new one with LeBron, LeBron James yeah. or something? Yeah. I mean, okay. <laughs> I feel like I feel like basketball starts out like very talented, but they're not as likable as the ones from the nineties. I... Like, the ones from the nineties were more of like people really like liked them. Like they were everywhere <laughs> in commercials and fucking all kinds well, of what... shit.
0: See, one of the things that actually turned me around on LeBron. And, and, um, and, uh, and what's his name? Cena, the wrestler. Yeah. Um, uh, oh my God, I can't, for- I forgot his first John name. John Cena. John Cena. Okay. I kept wanting to say Mike and I'm like, no, that's not right. <laughs> um, it's cause you can't see him. Yeah, Get true. it? Cause he does the thing with yeah. the hand. Uh, so <laughs> the thing that the movie that changed me on both of them was train wrecked. The Amy Schumer movie mm-hmm. that, um, and uh, the that changed my opinion because both of them were in that movie and John Cena played so much against type like he played a guy who you kind of he was soft well no no he was actually playing a guy who you kind of thought maybe he was gay. Oh, I remember. We, yeah, because he's that. like in the theater. He's like, he goes, just look me up on Grindr. I'll be the closest one here if you want to yeah. fight. You know, He's hilarious. And, he's fucking funny as shit. And then I've seen him since. And just, you know, I, I was like, oh, he's seen it. He's the only reason I want to see the new Fast and Furious movie because he's in well, it. Well, he was, but and as far
1: as wrestling goes, he was really good at wrestling too. the acting parts. yeah, Like he would captivate the audience.
0: But LeBron James was also in Trainwreck. Yeah. And he played... Um, uh a friend to the the um to uh the sports agent and he was actually i was actually really surprised he was so funny where he's like when he goes back to the guy's office and, and he's like what are you doing lebron he's like i'm looking for my sunglasses and then he's like i think he left him he goes he goes dude he goes you made like he goes you're wearing a hundred um uh, he's like, you're wearing $130 sunglasses. He goes, no, no, no. He goes, no, these are these ones I paid for, thirty bucks for, and I'm not gonna give, I'm not gonna give Sunglass hut my money for the for a replacement pair of these. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I was just like, after watching, I was like, yeah, he's actually really funny. Like I was really, really kind of surprised with his performance. So I was thinking, okay, I could probably, I could see him doing that because you know he, he just he played it for comedy. He was he was funny. So
1: and let's be honest, the the basketball stars in Space Jam. The cartoons were better actors than the fucking oh, yeah. than
0: Michael Jordan, not a great with actor. the exception of Bill Murray.
1: Bill Murray's hilarious.
0: Bill Murray's yeah. Bill, Bill Murray. Murray
1: and that other dude, um, uh, the the one from I think he was in Seinfeld or something. The bigger dude.
0: Oh I, oh my god I, forget, I forgot his name. yeah. Um, you can leave us in the comments. <laughs> I just I, – I don't
1: know. I think – I'm not here to say that 90s basketball was better than – current. that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm saying that I remember like um, – remember the old Michael – Michael Jordan and Larry Bird commercial where they were playing horse, and oh, yeah. it just kept getting fucking more and more ridiculous. <laughs> right. And Charles Barkley, can I play? No, you can't play. <laughs> like they don't have that kind of shit anymore. No, they really don't. You know, and maybe it's just a a, a sign of the times. Like I know people are a little bit more serious nowadays yeah. and stuff too. But I mean, I've seen uh, I've
0: seen commercials where you know basketball players are making fun of themselves, but they're not with other basketball players making fun of each other. Right.
1: Like, yeah. I think maybe it's just a culture thing like nowadays, because there's a lot of machismo, especially in basketball. Yeah. You know, and it's it, they don't really um, basketball players don't look like they're having fun anymore. <laughs> they, they're so fucking focused on stats and all that kind of shit like yeah. that. So it is what it is. I miss 90s basketball is basically what I'm trying to
0: say. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> all right. So um, Samsung has announced new details on its new next foldable Android phone the Galaxy Z Fold 2. The main pieces of news are the price and the release date. So the release date is going um started last week and shipping is on September 18th. And the price 2Gs in the US.
1: <laughs> Miss me <with>
0: the <laughs> That's uh, ridiculous, especially when the first one that they came out with was falling apart. I know uh, Samsung has also secured support for the Z Fold Two from all three major U.S. carriers: Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile, and is also available unlocked at this at the Samsung website. Uh, Samsung's entire strategy for the fold for the Z Fold Two is to convince potential buyers that they've overcome the design problems of the first fold with glass screens, strong hinge, and better protection against debris. The Galaxy S or Z Fold 2, I keep saying S, uh, is technically the third iteration of Samsung's Fold design Mm -hmm. and even more technically, it's Samsung's fourth iteration of the hinge mechanism. The most notable upgrade on the outside is the display you see when the Z Fold 2 is closed is now much bigger than the original Fold. uh, The so-called cover display is now 6.2 inches diagonally. Taking up nearly uh, the entire front of the screen of the device, although it sounds like a very big screen, it's actually very narrow. The pixel uh, dimensions is 2260 by 816. So, uh, though it looks so much more impressive than before, you'll need to wait to to use it to see if it's more usable. The interior screen has been upgraded from a number of fronts. Most importantly, it now uses Samsung's ultra thin glass. Just as the Z Flip phone, uh, folding phone did, it appears to be much more durable than the plastic screen on the original fold. Samsung is also pre installing a basic screen, a plastic, basic, a plastic screen protector over the U, uh, UTG. So it'll have plenty bit, so you may still have a bit of plasticky feel when things ding up from your fingernails. As, as with all the folding phones, as with all of its folding phones, Samsung, I'm, Jesus, did I have a stroke or something? Uh, <laughs> Samsung is putting up a couple of warning sign, uh, a and care instructions for the Fold Z uh, Z Fold 2 to hopefully keep users from damaging it. It's also offering a one-time screen replacement for 149. Aside from the improved durability, the Z Fold 2's big screen improvements are twofold. First, the 7.6 <laughs> inch. Get it, twofold. fold <laughs> First, the two, the 7.6-inch display no longer has a huge notch cutout for multiple cameras. That's been replaced by a single hole punch for the selfie camera. Second, it has a dynamic refresh rate of 120 hertz. A high refresh rate could be, um, make a bigger impact on the overall experience of the Z Fold 2 than it does on phones. That's because the original phone suffered from jelly scroll, where one side of the screen refreshed noticeably slower than the other. As after the screens, the next most important component of the Z Fold 2 is its hinge. Samsung has been iterating on the hinge ever since the first, uh, very first Galaxy Fold unit uh, y- review units were revealed to be fragile. This device's hinge has four cams for increasing rigidity, though the entire folding process of the fold at Z Fold 2 can support half the screen sitting upright and certain software uh, features like watching videos. There's also a newer elastic sweeper brushes. This um, much like the brushes of a vacuum cleaners, to keep dirt and debris from getting into the hinge mechanism and d- damaging the screen from behind. Samsung says there are more reinforced, behind reinforcement behind the display for device and stability. and All the efforts to put into the device with specs that are not too different from Samsung's other flagship Android phones. It has a Snapdragon 865 Plus processor, 256GB of storage, and 12GB of RAM. It supports wireless charging, reverse wireless charging, fast charging, and has a 4 uh, 4500 amp battery. It supports both sub 6 and mm wave variant of 5G. The phone is unlocked with a fingerprint sensor mounted on the side. Samsung also claims that the stereo speakers are good enough to keep from reaching um, from reaching or good enough to keep you from reaching for a separate Bluetooth speakers, but that's likely hyperbolic. It's
1: just so many added points of failure. <laughs> like there's so many, there's so many physical parts of this phone that are moving now that can just break. It makes no sense. This folding phone thing is weird.
0: Yeah. I'm not like too. And I, for that kind of price. Effort to grad, Yeah. For I just, that I'm price, just waiting.
1: think broke. I'd fucking beat somebody up. I'm waiting to just see if it actually gets released. <laughs> and then you have the Microsoft has been touting the Surface Duo, which does look like a pretty clean device, fourteen hundred, which is still—it's a high-end phone price. There's right. phones that cost fourteen hundred, but two grand? Come on, I
0: know when I saw that, I was like, "Don't oh, mess me with that shit."
1: Remember when they announced the first one, and then he said the price, and then he tried to skip over it real fast, mm-hmm. and everybody in the room was like, "Oh, I don't know what the <laughs> fuck!" <laughs> that shit was so funny. <laughs> but yeah, the the only one that's kind of impressed me is the um, the Surface Duo, but we don't even we haven't even seen it yet because I was watching um, I forget the dude's name, but it's a dude on YouTube, and they gave him a review thing, but they told him you can't turn it on nothing's ready yet. They just wanted to show off the build quality. Looks solid. You know, and I, I trust that dude's opinion too. I forget his fucking name. Mark Markeris or something. I don't know. And uh, it just it had this really satisfying noise when you closed it. Like it's one of those things that you're going to keep on opening and closing <laughs> just to so hear
0: the noise. Right. But, um, like when you get a new book at school when you used to get like, oh. when they used to hand out books and you get the new one so you get that snap.
1: Mmm. Mm. Don't you tempt me with a good time. <laughs> but I think the, you know, I was talking to my, uh, my wife about it the other day, cause they, Samsung has that. It's the flipping phone, but looks like a phone and then it flips <laughs> up and then it's this really long screen. I go, it's just a, it's another part of the phone that can break.
0: Yeah.
1: It will wear down. I mean, physics is physics. You know, you're going to keep opening, closing, opening, it's just going to fucking wear out. And now you've added a screen to it. Okay. Hmm. You know, maybe I'm just being old, but. Just just don't care. Boom. Anyway. (laughs) Sony Pictures Television is reportedly developing a live-action TV series about Silk, an ally of Spider-Man's in the Marvel Comics. Silk is the superhero pseudonym of Korean-American Cindy Moon, who debuted debuted in 2014's Spider-Man Volume 3, Number 4. Lauren Moon, a typical good trouble, that's what she's known for, is in talks to write Silk, uh, which will be executive produced by Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse's Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Amy Pascal, the former head of Sony Pictures, will also executive produce Silk. Pascal had previously been developing Silk as a feature film back in 2018. No network or streaming service is currently attached, but sources say Amazon is in talks to acquire the project, along with other potential... Marvel series based based on characters Sony controls Variety r- reports, created by Dan S- Dan Sloot. <laughs> Is that his real last name? S L O O T T. Slot. I will say slot, but I want to say Sloot. And <laughs> Humberto uh, Ramos, Cindy Moon acquired her superpowers from the same radioactive spider that bit and transformed Peter Parker into the Friendly Neighborhood Spider Man. And like Spidey, Silk has a spider sense, can shoot webs, and possesses superhuman speed, strength, and stamina. Cindy Moon has actually um, appeared in live action before, having been portrayed by actress Tiffany Espenson as one of Peter's, or Tom Holland's, classmates in Spider-Man Homecoming and Avengers Infinity War. Silk is one of a number of spidey related project projects in development beyond Tom Holland's Holland's next MCU outing. These Sony spin-offs include Venom, Let There Be Carnage, Morbius, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse 2, Craven the Hunter, and Olivia Wilde's Spider Woman. Uh check them all out on in the slideshow below on the link and all that bullshit. So I'm excited about this because out of all the like extra spider, I, I think silk doesn't get as much shine as um like miles morales and i think it's a really dope fucking character yeah
0: i've, I've actually i when they f- when they re-released her comic like a couple years ago i was actually picking up for a while it's a good comic i was yeah. i really was like yeah they're not giving her as much play as like spider gwen or um or miles morales but i really and the, given the fact that she's uh asian american
1: she's korean korean
0: yeah um that that'll also that'll also be good for you know for uh identification, you know, that yeah. and I think that'll be that'll be cool to see too. And and now that we know the market's open for that stuff, you know, when everybody was like, "Oh, they're not going to uh, we got to boycott Black Panther book cuz god forbid we have a black african american, you know, superhero." And it's just like, yeah, okay, whatever, dude. Um but I I am really I I'm I heard about this. I was actually more excited for this than I was for Spider-Woman um to be honest. Yeah. Um so I was like I oh. never
1: really I don't know. Like I read Silk and I, I kind of want to go back to it because, and it should all be on, um, uh, Marvel unlimited now. Uh, well the old stuff, I don't know if it's still going on, but, um, Silk was just great. It, it had this kind of like foreboding tone to it. Like he, she wasn't Peter Parker. Right. Like she wasn't like everything will be okay. Yeah. You know? <laughs> she she kind of looks like she'd been through some shit, you know what I mean? And it was, um, it just looked really good. Like and the artwork was really crisp and shit, and I was like, man, it's a fucking good comic book. And it'd been a it, nowadays, so many new comics come out, you're kind of like, yeah, I was all right, yeah. you know. So it's it's always when you pick one up, you're like, man, this is a fucking gem, you know. So I'm happy that um, I get a little TV show out of it, and not only you know Asian American, but definitely for the uh, for the ladies. You know, get get a get a new a new superhero. Like, I never like the pandering when they're like, "Let's just take an already existing white male superhero and flip it." Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, don't, it's just you're not disrespecting the white Americans. You're disrespecting the people you're trying to appease. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, make a new character for, for everybody, and uh, you know, I know it's kind of ironic because it's basically Spider Man, but it's a different Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: I just saw a picture that said, trust God and spray painted next to it was Zilla. <laughs> <laughs> Show that to your brother. Bro. I will. He's going <laughs> to love that one. Oh, that was hilarious. Uh, all right. So our one last thing tonight, and I got to thank our, uh, um, one of our, uh, our avid listeners to who went ahead and actually sent me this, uh, Jenny sent me this, uh, this story, because she says she thought it, it, it would sound a little interesting, and given the fact my obsession with Pornhub, which I don't Wait, know, what? I don't, I don't really know <laughs> if it's an obsession. But you know, I mean, the fact that I have to watch it like at least once an hour, I mean, it's not an obsession. I can quit anytime I want. I right. just, you know, you know, I'm in control. <laughs> it's just
1: so much content for free. It's almost <laughs> a waste of money if you don't watch.
0: Exactly, it Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> Imagine, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's you just looking at something like, "Ooh, shit." <laughs> it's like I think we need to get you to a clinic. Bro. <laughs> I haven't had sex in like six months. Yeah, but I think you caught something from watching Pornhub. I mean, I, that's that's. <laughs> I, haven't
1: had, I haven't had sex in six months, that's going to be another six months
0: too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm you, unless use this. Unless you use this cream. <laughs> Jeez. That's um uh, but the whole the the big thing and the big reason why thought because it was a well written article and the fact that it was using Pornhub and it was also talking about kind of um the co-opting of things that we had talked about before. So the lesson from this is be careful when you see a petition. Always kind of look into who's behind the petition. So in this article, which is from Vice, so obviously it's a well written article, the crux of this is that uh a is a trafficking hub campaign to shut down Pornhub went viral back in February. And right after the Super Bowl, an event that had been incorrectly called the biggest human trafficking day of the year for almost a decade, the Washington Examiner published published Lehia uh op-ed titled Time to Shut Down Pornhub, and in that piece, she used recent um, incidences of exploitive content on one of the most popular porn platforms on the internet to argue that Pornhub should be shut down entirely. She highlighted voices that led to the arrest of rapist after he uploaded child porn of his victim to the site, as well as "Girls Do Porn," the Gr- Girls Do Porn lawsuit. Now, first of all, if you're uploading child porn onto the Pornhub, you deserve to get caught. Yeah, I mean, you deserve to go down because, I mean, it's like <laughs> I, I, okay, I'm not gonna make little of child porn, but it's like, what are you doing? It's like, it's just like loading it up on Facebook. What do you think's gonna happen? <laughs> like, right. they're not gonna get you or something. Well, it start. Um, she told her readers that the op-ed asked her to start a petition, so she created this petition. That was in support of shuttering Pornhub. Now, in March, it gained even more. Um, uh, it in dozens of protesters, some form, uh, form from anti-porn or anti-sex workers gathered outside MindGeek's Montreal headquarters in support of um, in support of Traffic Hub. MindGeek is the parent company of of uh, Pornhub as well as other sites like RedTube and YouTube. Quote Pornhub. The world's largest and most popular porn site has been repeatedly caught enabling, hosting and profiting from videos of child rape, sex trafficking and other forms of non-consensual content exploiting women and minors. The Traffic Hub petition states, "We are calling for Pornhub to be shut down and its executives to be held accountable for these crimes." Well, after this uh petition started going around that was going to uh that was going to be trying to force Pornhub to to um close by some comes from the world of uh anti-sex trafficking activism and specifically a large organization called exodus cry which opposes criminal or or legalized sex work and wants to abolish porn altogether now this petition came out and it actually got a lot of steam behind it it actually gained a lot of popularity people actually signed it because they thought it was about sex workers but when you dig deeper into it Exodus cry is actually a Christian organization and there um, on the website Exodus cry claims that committing to abolishing sex trafficking and breaking the cycle of sexual uh, commercial sexual exploitation while assisting and empowering its victims now they are the company that uh, people that speak out against traffic hub many of the sex workers and abuse survivors themselves say the parent company has a history of homophobia and bigotry and are peddling a victim narrative to quote unquote save sex workers while harming them uh, while harming them with pushes for legislation that doesn't work so what you find out during this article is that this company Exodus Cry has is very very hardcore religious and their whole thing is to, like I said get rid of porn, but the problem is, is they use the whole oh, we're against sex trafficking like I mentioned earlier where we were talking about, you know, oh well QAnon is my friend because they're they're for saving the children, this is the same kind of thing
1: What do they call that in the government when they do that? It's earmarks, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's like, well you have the cover page, and right. that looks really great but it's all those pages underneath. <laughs> <laughs>
0: they have a bunch of extra shit in them. Right. They um back in the day, they actually had what they called a purity covenant. If you wanted to, uh, oh. become a uh, if you wanted to have a chapter for a chapter leader application for Exodus Cry on their website, it was a different time.
1: It was the seventies, bro. It's just <laughs> a lot of weird shit was happening,
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> um, and uh, so the purity covenant, purity covenant, agreeing to detail Uh, biblical statements of faith and answering questions like do you have do you believe heterosexual sex outside of marriage is sinful yes or no if no please explain are you currently struggling with pornography are you struggling with porn um, pornography in the past are you are you or have you ever struggled with homosexual thoughts feelings and behaviors and you know it's like "Uh, yeah (laughs) 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 Um, but uh, so but they, in June of 2019, they got rid of it and have used the line of like, oh, we've never had that. We, we don't believe that. We don't have chapters. But then, of course, there's this little thing called the Wayback Machine. Yeah. And people went. It's really cool. Yeah. People went to the Wayback Machine and found it. However, as of June 9th, 2019, you can't find it anymore.
1: Do, 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 do.
0: Because they contacted the Wayback Machine and had them get rid of everything prior to June 1st, 2019. Which you
1: can do, by the way.
0: Yeah. So, you know, it, this this article, which, again, I really, if you guys really just want, you know, you hate the people that are like, you know, the enemy of my enemy is my friend kind of thing. Yeah. This is really a really good article. It's a, it's a bit long, but it's a really well written and, and you know, the, the founder of, of Exodus Cry posted in 2013 on Twitter that I oppose homosexual marriage on the premise that it is an unspeakable offense to God and is designed for marriage between a man and a woman. And then later comes back saying, oh, well, you know, I was saying this as part of a natural discourse, you know, in defining marriage, you know, and even Obama held a similar view in the past. And so it's really something that you should really kind of take a look at and and it'll kind of... And that's
1: the thing, you can... You can hold the opinion that you feel marriage should only be between a man and a woman. That's fine. You can have that opinion. But you can be real fucking shady, flip flopping over there. Right. <laughs> and saying you said this and you didn't say that and it, it just it just sounds bad, you know, and it's like you have to be careful with these shady fucking groups because they always say one thing but they're doing something else. You know, and it's just fucking ridiculous. Because dude. it is
0: because it is an open gateway it leads you down that that rabbit hole because once you go oh they they're for the same they believe the same thing i am so inherently you're going to start believing everything that comes down the pike from them you know
1: right you're supposed to mind your fucking sources like nobody does that anymore no you know it's like oh you believe this one thing so we're allies it's like you don't know what the fuck else they're talking about like, I can guarantee you every single group on the planet, as bad or as good as you want, you'll agree with something they said.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know
1: what I mean? Like, come on. Like, hey, Hitler wanted to make a car for the people. Right. I mean, that's an agreeable thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. it just. It, I'm not saying they're Nazis. That's probably a bad way because I know you're not supposed to say Nazis and stuff, but still.
0: But fucking Nazis. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but as they say on ancient aliens, we're not we're just saying we're not saying they were built by aliens, but it was aliens. Aliens. Yeah. <laughs> but tragic, yeah, I read more. this article and it, it kind of infuriated me because of the fact that it's just like, oh, uh, so many people fall into this and they say, you know, they come out with the popular, especially now with people that are, you know, like I said, have just yeah. become aware that sex trafficking ha- has actually happened. But we also have to remember too is that people always equate sex trafficking to porn. As a whole,
1: yeah, they don't understand what the word trafficking means.
0: Yeah, it's like sex. Yeah, it's like going. Yeah, sometimes sex trafficking, but a lot of times sex trafficking doesn't end up on the internet. You know, that's how it stays elusive. Usually, you know, and people remember when Bang Bus first came out. Yeah, and you heard all the people on news going, "Oh my God, they're trapping these girls into having sex and stuff like that." It's It's like
1: like, it's a fucking bit.
0: Yeah, it's like no, it's not. They drop these girls off and then drive around
1: (laughs) and pick them back up.
0: Right, exactly. It's like going, no, this is this, it. Doesn't work that way. It's you know,
1: these. Well, they they say the they say the same shit now, like about the more aggressive pornography. Well, they go, these girls are being mistreated. I'm like, these girls signed a waiver. Yeah, like it, no one's being mistreated. Yeah, because isn't didn't we talk about this a while ago? Where we talk about like women basically from the porn industry now.
0: Yeah, yeah, we, like, we do, they yeah. have
1: so much power. They do, and which is good. I mean, yeah. that's that's a good thing. Like, here's the thing. They're trying to take down Pornhub. Whatever. Look, you can hold the opinion that porn is bad for people because honestly, anything in excess is bad, including pornography. No, it's if, not. <laughs> <laughs> porn addiction is a real thing, yeah. Steve. Um, <laughs> <but> <laughs> I, I know it's a real thing. I know it's a real thing because I watched a news thing about it on television. So, um, no, it is a real thing. Well, I know but, it's a
0: real thing because I saw it on Facebook. <laughs>
1: Here's something they forget though is that porn, Pornhub especially, because Pornhub is the destination for pornography. <laughs> um, when they find if someone tries to upload something that's obvious child porn, they report the fuck out of that person. Yeah, like they're they, you know,
0: yeah, because they, they know they can be they can be taken down legally, and the- they
1: can be taken down legally, and it's not just to save their own ass. It's because just because they're. Just because they're a porn company doesn't mean they want to see
0: child porn. It's just two different things, man.
1: You know, it, child porn is a disgusting thing that should never happen. Because I there's mean, no unless consent. she looked
0: eighteen, you know, it's what? <laughs> unless she looked eighteen? Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, TikTok if you Deeks does not endorse <laughs> this madman's <laughs> fucking rant. I mean, you know, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of things that could be. I mean, if you really want it, TikTok could. You know, would be something like that, you know, because it's like, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of the <laughs> things. be careful on TikTok. <laughs>
1: My buddy, a buddy of mine sent me a TikTok and he's like, damn, this girl's fucking fine, boy. And I was like, let me see. And I'm watching, and I'm like, mm. like, it's like, it's suspect enough where you don't respond. Like right. You just deadpan look. <laughs> and then I, I did the thing. I always do, you go to the fucking. Profile and look and it said sixteen and I just screenshotted that sent it right back to him. We never spoke of it again. I was like, bro, stay alert. okay
0: Check the sources. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> no, but um, no. Seriously, I mean, we're. This is not to say that Pornhub is without uh without fault merit. Yeah. No, oh <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, of course, because Pornhub in the in the past has, um, they they, they used to have too open of a, um, of a platform and they they didn't really vet any of these fucking videos. And, and some of the other, um, I've heard some of the other porn sites, like the, not the lesser known ones, but the ones that are, that aren't Pornhub, (laughs) aren't the (laughs) McDonald's of pornography, (laughs) um, do have some fucking, if you dig into that fucking search algorithm too much, you'll start turning up some stuff you don't want to see. Yeah. You know, and it's 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 kind of scary, you know, to think that people are just so flippant with it. They're like, fuck it. I'm just going to upload it to everything. You know, and people like that should be found and their balls should be cut the fuck off. I mean, they can't gross. find me by
0: my IP because, you know, I have a VPN, so it's coming yeah. <laughs> Of a VPN,
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ! They'll find you for that. Yeah, exactly. Best believe they'll yeah. fucking find. Especially
0: you. if yeah, if you're in another country and they like go, oh, they don't, and they don't necessarily have all the same laws that we have. I think I told,
1: uh, I know I told Steve. But I think I said this on the podcast once when I was working back at uh, Geek Squad. Somebody brought a computer and child pornography on that bitch, oh, and yeah. I saw there was a video, and it sh- it showed like the um. Because he had porn on the thing. So, buddy was, oh, open that link. Open that link. And, you know, we were being stupid. And we opened the link because it's on the desktop. Right. And there's in the waiver, it says if you're fucking, you leave your shit out, you know, people are going to see it. Um, And it was like Russian and it was like a fucking 10 year old. And it just, to this day, it fucking hurts my feelings. And what was the and, link again? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Idiot. Um, no, and we yeah. called the uh, police so fast. Yeah, and they arrived
0: very wow. fast.
1: <laughs> and it wasn't a beat cop; it was a fucking detective. Best invest- detective was there. Like he was like, "Please, you know, give me the video. Please give me all the information." Um, blah 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 blah. And he even asked us, "Did anyone see?" us "I saw like two seconds of it, and then wanted to throw up." And then I called you. <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, "I ain't into this shit." You know, and it was it was it, it fucked me up for a little bit just to think that because I was a new father at that time. And just mm-hmm. to think that people are into it, it's people go, oh, because now you have these fucking um, these fucking pedos that are trying to make it like a sexual preference. Oh, yeah. like They're trying to join the LGBT and LGBT. is like you can get <laughs> the fuck away from me. Exactly. You know? But it's like it, it people don't realize it's not. Yeah, it's gross because they're children, but there's there's the lack of consent. That's the real issue. You know what I mean? Like a kid can't tell you, okay, yeah, film me. You know what I mean? Like right. it, they're children; they they don't have the right to say that. It's just gross, dude. Like I don't think I need to sit here and talk about how gross fucking child porn is, but it just it's one of the few things on this planet that makes me fucking uneasy. It's, ugh.
0: <laughs> ugh. <laughs>
1: but shoot them all.
0: Yeah. But uh, anyway. but yeah, so this is this is one of those to say that you know, um, to really just kind of watch what you're doing, watch what you're supporting, look into it, yeah. and and find in out. all things in all things, yeah, and uh, particularly if they're Q and on related, uh, definitely want to watch about that shit. But and yeah. don't
1: don't live your life making decisions based on talking points. You need to get a broad perspective on things. Don't just be like like one thing you'll see it is the abortion abortion okay and mm-hmm. whatever your stance on abortion is. but you'll have people like i am against abortion so i vote for whoever is against it right and i'm like you need there's more going i'm not saying that you should ignore that one that one point but there's some people that are against abortion who are fucking monsters in other <laughs> areas so you need to you need to pay attention to the broad spectrum of things don't be so fucking lazy but that's never gonna happen so
0: yeah unfortunately
1: so, way to, way to end it on a fucking happy note. Yeah, right. Thanks for checking out um, our little podcast, okay? Um, I hope we, before the last bit, distracted you in this crazy time and enlightened you and others, okay? Um, if you want to help us out, of course, review the podcast anywhere they allow you to, and in some places they don't. Spray paint your review on the side of a building. <laughs> It's fine. I want to um, see a
0: review for this on on a Pornhub video. Yeah, yeah.
1: I want to see a review for this on a QAnon video that's been <laughs> uploaded to Pornhub <laughs> that has Wayfair in the title. <laughs> let's mix them all together.
0: Yeah, let's let's let's, let's uh, shake things up a little bit.
1: Let's make a fucking conspiracy soup. <laughs> see how that tastes? It's gonna be gross, right? Um, reviews, you know, they help raise, but you know what reviews do? Okay, they help people to go, oh, this show isn't shit, you know? Um, also, if you want to throw us any cash, you know, gold bullions, um, anything you got, rupees, <laughs> I mean, we take any currency. Bitcoins, why not? <laughs> sure. Um, head over to lazykeeks.com, click on the PayPal link. We surely do appreciate keeping the lights on around here. So. <laughs>
0: All right, and you can also follow us on social media Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all under at the Lazy Geeks. You can comment, suggest, or questions. You can email us at themailbag at thelazygeeks.com and be sure to check out our older episodes of the show on our YouTube channel.
1: Yeah, and try to, if anyone can find an old clip, where I make a prediction, because I make a lot of predictions, and it's woefully incorrect. I want to hear it. <laughs> I want to laugh at myself. <laughs> um, we do have other shows on the Lazy Geeks Network, which warrants us calling it a network. It's, you know, like obviously, I mean, if you see Lazy Geeks Network, you should assume. You know, I'm just saying, I shouldn't have to say it. Um, <laughs> this is the flag scripture. This is the fucking. This is the one here. This is you the know, enterprise. You have, you have of the to show. listen to the, this
0: one. This is the enterprise of, of the of the network.
1: That's right. Um, speaking of enterprise, <laughs> we also have the Star Trek show, The Away Team, uh, where we discuss. Um, I mean, we jump around, but right now we're doing um, Enterprise, and we're in the the tail end of season, season one. one. Yeah, actually, um, shit's about to get real, if I remember <laughs> correctly. Uh, and returning soon, Steve's the fine line. Um, Which definitely tries to break down this madness that we call politics in the United States.
0: And for right now, um, I know I said like a week or so ago that I have about episodes planned out until like Election Day. Um, I have, I should be having the first episode of my return, of the return next Wednesday. So you should be, if you go ahead and do that, you can hit us up on um, on. Apple, um, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Stitcher, LinkedIn, um, TuneIn. That's uh, LinkedIn. Uh, TuneIn. That in. too. Fucking. Yeah, yeah, LinkedIn. All that shit. <laughs> you can check us <laughs> out. <laughs> Spotify. You can check us out. All there. Napster. Napster. Yeah. Bearshare. <laughs> <you know>, Bear. <laughs> CompuServe. C- CompuServe. Uh, lo- uh, Kaza.
1: What's the AOL chat room name? I don't remember.
0: Hmm. Big wasn't, booty bitches Wasn't it teen chat? Oh, God. <laughs> it's too much today um, Yeah, well, you know All those
1: shows are on thelazygeeks.com Obviously, so Head over there and uh, Do yourself a favor
0: <laughs> Alright, so that is it for us this week So until next time on Monday okay. Barring any, you know Any type of heat Advisory warning What have you um, I'm Steven Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. And we're thinking so you don't have to and wear a goddamn mask.